You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everyone. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm your chunk. Mm. I'm Doge and Snowmobile Unhook. What are you doing? Wait, Tad, it's not hunk activated for God's sakes. I'm Carter, and what kind of chunk forest doesn't have a cell tower? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. We're here. Uh. Why, Why are you the hunk? Do you guys, and it's important that when I ask this question, you answer it with yes, chef. Do you guys remember when we went to go see the movie, The Menu? Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Do you guys ever wish you could be in a high stakes kitchen environment? No. Yes, chef. Uh, I got, I get to go to a high stakes kitchen environment literally tomorrow, the day after we're recording this and two days before. So they actually might pass away. Uh, at okay. this thing, I, they might turn me into a s'more and light me on fire, just like in okay. the menu. Spoilers, but s'more. Yeah, we got we we got invited to go to this that like swanky. Cool. It's a baller dinner, which I thought yeah. baller just meant cool, but that actually no, 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 means no. It's, it's a special Dwayne dinner Johnson for and- yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special dinner for eight to fifteen people, hosted by Glenn Fittich, uh the Scouch Company, and they want Jess and I to take also, some photos and video of it. So. This yeah. is just a little bit of like a, I know hunk is usually like kind of a funny thing, but it's just a real brag that I'm really excited about. It's going to be amazing. super fun. Glenn Fittich was also the captain for, I think, the Slytherin team. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. I did hear that. Yeah. I do remember reading that. Not sure. That that honestly seems so cool. I'm excited for you. Do you get to have some of the foods? I don't actually think so. <laughs> oh, scraps. Maybe I you don't get think what so. they don't finish. They got yeah, little- I feel like there's going to be some like- Cool staffer who's like, hey, come hey, back here. Try a bite of this $400 hamburger. Actually, don't know if it'd be a 400. What would that be made out of? People, probably. That's a crazy yeah, probably people hamburger. at that point. Uh, yeah, no, I bet they got a little crafty table for us and I get some McNuggets or something, but it'll be cool to be there. I smell mean, all the cool kitchen smells. Smell the cool kitchen smells. Maybe you'll get some Glen Fittich. I don't know. Yeah. It's I bet very nice I, stuff. I bet if I get under the table and like lick people's knees or wag my tail really good, they might throw me a little bit off their plate. Oh. Yeah, they might toss you some scraps. <laughs> yeah. And all you have to do is lick knees? Easy. That's cake. I've licked worse for less. That's oh, cake. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was just going to yeah. let us sit in the silence of that statement. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the most obvious choice... When aggregating a series of action-based Christmas movies, yeah, is um, I th- I think a Christmas movie where someone is uh, hurt very badly, uh-huh. suffers traumatic action. brain injuries. Someone is amnesiated, amnesiated, and no other movie fits that no. bill quite. It's never like, happened in a movie before besides no, this one. one. Um, which is why, obviously, we're ending our action Christmas series obviously. with the hardest action film uh, of this year. Uh, and it is known as Falling, Falling for, for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. And I'll 
with you. Yeah. <laughs> was that Alicia Keys? It was Alicia. <laughs> Alicia Keys. Who very appropriately has, has released her first Christmas album. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. This very month, yeah. Is it good? Gonna have to give that a listen, actually. I don't know if it's out yet. <laughs> uh, it could be today. At least, yeah, you're running out of time if it's not yeah, out It seems yet. like a you are running out of time. to not go ahead and have There's that defi- out. I'm a sucker, man. There's definitely artists that I love enough that I'm like, I'm just down. Like, if you're going to no release what. a Christmas album, yeah. I'm so in for that. Yeah, for sure. What yeah. easy cash that is, oh, but I don't yeah. care. Speaking of easy cash, if you're like us and you're like, I don't really know what Falling for Christmas is, uh, my Walking Life 01 on IMDb did leave a helpful review for us. They Thank do you. let you know that this was a fun I've and adorable- I've never heard you queue up your own synopsis before. Well, this is not a synopsis, it's a review. It's a new uh, thing I'm doing. Mm. They say this was a fun and adorable, lighthearted Christmas movie. Yes, I mostly put it on to see Lindsay make her great comeback, and I'm ready for her to be the new queen of Christmas. It put me into the holiday spirit. I mean, come on. Then. So, I mean, if that, I mean, that doesn't sound like something anybody would say no to, right? Yeah. Oak doke. That's a what I have queen, to say about that. A new queen Oak-doke. of Christmas has arrived. Oak-doke. The Christmas queen. <laughs> sound the alarms. Candace the has queen. vacated her throne. What does the a Christmas alarm in? sound like? Sleigh bells. It's like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig it. <laughs> Dig it. Uh, Doge, give us a synopsis so that we can dig into the new Christmas Queen's comeback. The Queen. This week's IMDb synopsis is anonymous, which means that the Queen of Christmas delivered it to us personally (laughs) on a silver platter. Lindsay Lohan herself writes, In the days leading up to Christmas, a young and newly engaged heiress experiences a skiing accident. After being diagnosed with amnesia, she finds herself in the care of the handsome lodge owner and his daughter. Jordan, you usually kick us off here, but I have to say, when I was watching this, does this feel not a lot like Felice Navidad in some ways? Or is that just every Hallmark movie has the dad who, or, or a family who lost a, one of the parents, new person in town. I don't know. I'll never I think put it's like this potatoes. tree topper up. I think it's like potatoes. Not in everything. No, don't elaborate. Just I wish you would have just, just say it. that. <laughs> I think it's like potatoes. It's not in everything, but isn't it though? A little bit. Isn't it a little bit? Isn't it a I little bit though? Everything's a little bit potatoes. I have a game to play, a new game that I've come up with. Everything's a little bit potatoes. <laughs> Do you guys want to play the new game that I've come up with? Yes, yeah. dude. I've been trying to play games on this podcast for five years. <laughs> Here's the game. It's called Who on Earth is this movie for? What do you mean? What do you Anyone mean? What do I mean? It, it, this is the, you get the pop culture notification. You read those before you read political news, before you read who won the runoff. You want to know... Did Jin Shaw go to jail I, yet? I understand who this movie is ironically for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I'm talking in the pitch meeting for Lindsay's comeback when they were like, and this group will eat it up for real. What was that group? 
Who pitched it though? Because that changes. Did Was Netflix like, we have this script, we need a leading lady? Or Lindsay Lohan EP'd it. Was she like, I want to be a Christmas queen. I want to be the new queen of Christmas. Who will make this for me? Doesn't matter. Let's change the question then. Well, like, rather than pitching it in the pitch meeting, maybe it's who bought this thinking that the, don't get me wrong. I know Lohan? there's an audience. Yeah, I understand yeah, yeah. that. But like, it was this movie written and they were like, okay, I have the perfect movie because it's terrible. Yeah, I think Netflix has become, there, there's like three main buckets for these kinds of Christmas movies. Netflix started this two or three years ago. Yeah. Christmas Prince. Christmas Prince, all that stuff. We got Vanessa Hudgens, right? Was in yeah. a handful Woof, of those. those she's gonna, she'll only make my uh, argument stronger. The Christmas Prince isn't Vanessa Hudgens. That's the Princess Switch. Okay, the Princess Switch, I'm sorry. Uh, but then we have uh, Hallmark, right? Who is the grand They've Poobah been doing this for years. Founder yeah. of it, and then of course we've got Great American Family, which is going to be doing their own thing. But, yeah, but they wouldn't touch this movie with a ten and a half foot pole because Netflix there is a gay gentleman in it. Feels yeah. like okay. Look at our champions: Vanessa Hudgens, Lindsay Lohan. They're catching the millennial generation. Yep. That has the vibe for the, that Hallmark flavor. Hallmark still has our. Uh, Full house crew. You yeah. know, it's like the 80s. Our Gen it's Xers. like our parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. So they were like, hey, what locks us in? Let's just try and grip all the people that already like the flavor of Hallmark movies. Let's take one of their champions who has fallen from grace. And then they were like, wait, she did fall, didn't she? Interesting. <laughs> she fell not only from grace, but from a mountain. The irony. And let's just bring Lindsay. Yeah, I This hear is it. such a soft landing. This is such a, if you're coming back, it would be one thing for her to be introduced in the MCU. Lindsay Lohan's <laughs> yeah. back. Lindsay Lohan is playing Jean Grey. Or in the new, <laughs> oh, no. in the new Dan Aronofsky film, Lindsay yeah. Lohan. You know, it's just like, no, it's a Netflix Christmas movie. It's the easiest way to get back. This is when yeah. you just, this is, you, you this, just hit Darren Aronofsky's name like, uh, Somebody on a skateboard who doesn't grind, <laughs> but they just tap the pole at the very end. Darnowski. 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 Yeah, it's it's easy. It's an easy landing. It's like when a uh, like a Cristiano Ronaldo signs with or, or uh, Beckham ends his career with an American squad. Yeah, sure. Hey, sure. he's still around. Let's pay him Pretty more than he's ever been paid. Back. Yeah, just to get people here. Did you yeah, know? So how long? Quite the economic move. I hope you guys haven't looked at this. How long was Lindsay Lohan gone? Vanished? I did look at it already. Okay, Jordan, how long? I don't know, but I think it was like five years. It was three years. Just oh. three. Yeah. Doesn't it feel? <laughs> I, for me, I was like, wow, first movie in fifteen years. I can't believe she's still here doing it. I don't think I've watched a Lindsay Lohan movie since me. Like, I don't. I think the newest Lindsay Lohan movie I have seen is Mean Girls. Probably Herbie fully loaded for me. <laughs> I've never seen Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> so I think I think the newest Lindsay Lohan, she might as well have stopped acting in what, 2004 or whenever that yeah. came out? Like, yeah. I think that is the newest Lindsay Lohan film I have seen. I think it's very interesting though that, I don't know, I'm pretty sure I said this during our Deck the Hallmark series or maybe streaming of A White Christmas. We've done these kinds of movies a number of times before. There's something really, really like 
I don't know, something so fascinating about the production of these kinds of things for me, because these are usually shot in like, I mean, it's like 11, maybe 20 days. Like it is like less than a month shoot that they, at least Hallmark, the Hallmark process is like reportedly super fast. It's like you get one take to do this stuff. We're trying to move as quickly as possible, pay people as little as possible. So like on a Hallmark movie, any time that it's not like, if we're showing, for example, if we're showing Candace Cameron from behind, that's probably a Candace Cameron sized woman in a Candace Cameron wig. Uh, or if we're like showing a cutaway of her hands, that's probably not her hands. We didn't pay her to be there to just show her hands. We we got a yeah, hand I'd double know if for it that was, stuff. Trust me, I'd uh, know if it was her hands. How, how about the how about the ending of this movie? Yes, where, that's crazy. Where <laughs> that that uh, light is just like Sierra and Jake Gandalf are kissing comes strangers. from the mountaintop. Yes, <laughs> yeah. they're not actually kissing each other. They're kissing each other's stand-ins, and that's why they have that huge lens flare it, out of it, why nowhere. Why did they do that? They probably, Are they ever in this movie together? Could they not have just <laughs> shot this? Like, uh, did they film this completely separate? A lot of times these things are shot like, for example, we may have only had that outdoor set built for an afternoon. So like, that dude might have like, been like in the bathroom and they're like, Let's, or we have to shoot pooping yeah. or something. And they're like, we Let's. have to shoot this right now. We <laughs> ran out, like we didn't get to shoot this on the days we actually had Lindsay. We don't have her for that many days. We have to shoot this scene today. We'll show it from behind. And we'll put a huge lens flare on it. Like it's just the, it's like huge lens Almost, flare. I don't know, something about the production of these things. Big is J.J. So, Abrams fans. It's so scrappy. It's like almost Star Wars-y to me of just yeah. like, we don't have time to get it perfect. Let's just get it done. You heard I want to go friends be on one <laughs> of Falling for Christmas so is the Star Wars of Christmas <laughs> That's movies. not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I will super pump though. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And I'm not looking at this just through Lohan tinted glasses, but my super pump was Lindsay Lohan. I think this made me realize that she's not, and this is going to sound crazy. Lindsay Lohan wasn't like the best child actor ever, but she wasn't bad. And Lindsay Lohan does feel to me, even this Lindsay Lohan who is back, above a Hallmark movie. It feels like she did so much better. And again, our measure our measurables here are very bad. But to me was the best actor in this movie, personally. It's so bad. <laughs> but she's my super pump. Hear it now? No, I do I, I, I do want to say that to. The views expressed over the last 30 seconds are solely those of <laughs> solely Carter, Carter Willis. They Dude, do not reflect no, the views of opinions. she's definitely the best thing about this movie. No, she's it not. Wrong. She is not the best actor in this movie. Not to me. She's Ooh. not the best actor. Oh, I'll super pump right now if you want me to super pump. Yeah. Oh my God. Who? You want me to super pump? Yeah. yeah. My super pump is Olivia Perez, the young daughter of oh my uh, God. the dad. She is charming. No. She's yes, equally- dude. She's equally as good at acting as you're, Lindsay Lohan is. You're out of your no. mind. No, you're out of your mind. She is charming. She is fun. And she has a future doing better things than this movie. We just 100%. watched Violent Night. Hold up. The girl from Violent Night is like infinitely better than this little girl. Dude, I don't know. I think they're about the same caliber. I really no think this way. little girl did a good job. Yeah. 100%. She was, she was sort of the like heart and soul of this movie that actually made me care about anything going on because she was sweet and charming and silly. And I liked her. Oh, I never cared about anything that was going on. But yeah. Okay. 
I would say that Lindsay was bottom half of my movie experience. Woo. Woo. I don't even know. I didn't even know there were halves in a movie like this. <laughs> I know. It's binary. For me, it's, it's just binary. one big mixed color that's just on or across the canvas. It's binary. No, I'm 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 really not proving a point or being facetious here. My super pump is legitimately the girl that plays uh Avi, I guess. Um, let, let me you, hey, great. you could have said I, any name right there, and I've been like, "Yeah, that's probably that girl." Yeah, name. I don't know the name. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The name. But I'm not, I really I'm not trying to. Thought she was great. I'm not trying to drown in your favorite like sauce. No, something you don't want to eat at all. Please. But I also, with Lindsay Lohan being my super pump, I don't think she's back. I think a lot of people wanted no. Lindsay for Lindsay Lohan to be back means she's back to mean her best. Yeah, she's doing yeah. Mean Girls again. Yeah. No, I think she's just here. You know what's Lindsay interesting Lohan though? Is here. And I think she can just, if she wants though, Netflix will give her this. If she wants to be their Candace Cameron, yeah, yeah she'll do it. By she's all in. And I'll watch, I'll watch everyone that comes out, by the way. Yeah, go um, ahead. Do, does she, so did you guys watch the credits bloops? Yeah. Those were acted. Those weren't even, yeah, those, those felt were so fake to me. I really dis- so I what, did not like them. Acted or not, what I was going to say is that is the only time I saw old Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm. mm. is in those credit bloopers. That is the only time that I was like, oh, she can still she be, is. she can still be smiley and charming. I thought personally that I saw some of the charm in the actual movie. Good. Yeah. Good. I, saw, I saw glimpses of old, she's not back, but I was just like, yeah, she's definitely she not simultaneously doesn't belong here and belongs here. I have an. Op- it was kind a, of sad. A Lindsay-based observation. Please tell me then. And I want you guys to tell me. Besides Parent Trap, has Lindsay ever been the best thing about a a big Lindsay movie? No, I hate to break it to no. you, pal, but she's not even the best. The part about Parent Trap. Yeah, not since Falling for Christmas has she been the best thing about a Lindsay Lohan movie. <laughs> but is that what it means to be peak Lindsay? Is like a very important supporting support system for something that's going to steal the show. Yeah, probably. Because obviously it's the plastics in Mean Girls, right? It's right. Jamie Lee Curtis having the most fun she's ever had in a movie in Freaky Friday. It's the very cool animatronic car in Herbie Fully Loaded. <laughs> Dude, I weirdly, now uh, now that I'm thinking this through, I weirdly think there's a strong argument that her best performance is Freaky Friday. Parent Trap. Oh, Freaky Friday. Oh, I Maybe. think Parent Trap. No. Really? Twice the performance. Twice no, the yeah, performance. That's true. That's true. Qua- Double the roles. Quantity over quality. That's true. Lindsay. That's true. There's extra there. That's good. Because I mean, I, I don't think she's particularly good in Mean Girls. She just doesn't get in the way. Yeah. And so Which is, is that the Lindsay way to do it? Is that yeah, the Lindsay strength? Probably. Sure. Like a really excellent bass player. Yeah, she, she, she gets maneuvered. In the way here for me, though. <laughs> she maneuvered past. I mean, because she was child actor. So she maneuvered past that in a way that was a touch more creative than we've seen before. Yeah. Some just don't even try. Some try and fall hard. Yeah. Let me be very clear here. If I had the opportunity for me and Callie to go like just spend an evening hanging out with Lindsay Lohan and just talking. In a heartbeat, dude. I think she probably is a very cool hang. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I just don't think she's, uh, I think she's lost the touch. And the touch was only mid to begin with. <laughs> the middest touch. The middest touch. Everything she touches turns to... Huh. Turns to mid. 
<laughs> I think that um, there is so much going on in this movie. Um, and I, I, the, the only way I can think to tackle it is just throw the spaghetti. Yeah. Just hurl fine. the spaghetti at the wall. So I want to talk about Tad. I'm Ooh, tired of not God. talking about Tad. Yeah. What Yikes. was this? What was this? I what, hey, what was this? hated this character. Yeah. That's my super dump. Okay. Tad is oh, wow. awful. So Chelsea and I watch a lot of The Real Housewives of okay. any, name a city and we've seen sure. many seasons of it. Rockwall. And currently on, on the on the current se- season of Salt Lake City, Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Pretty close to Des Moines, TBH. It is pretty close. Um, there is someone in here. Here's what, regardless, it's it's reality TV, and I say that in quotes, right? These these ladies are clearly conscious that there are cameras everywhere, and they probably are a little bit more animated than they normally yeah. would be in real life. Yeah. But you sure can still tell the difference between somebody who's here to try their hardest to just kind of be themselves while there's cameras here. And then somebody who is just trying to sell a t-shirt, like somebody who's trying to get the next quote and be the next person trying to be able to hold, you know, whatever the item is and be a regular cast member. And they're just fabricating things and just overacting. This guy tried too hard. This was, it's one thing to be the- Oh, so your problem is with George Young, the actor, not with Tad Fairchild, the character? All of it. Let's okay. let's package it package all up. Yeah, it's it's like it just doesn't work. He he tried to Rickman this movie. <laughs> it felt like he was aware of how dumb it was and tried to overact and just do whatever he possibly could. Like I'm specifically talking about like uh, the Rob, Robin Hood when Alan Rickman yeah showed up and was just like yeah. I'm this is dumb. I'm going to be here and do whatever I want. And then yeah. that ended up being the best thing about it. Yeah. This in, is the worst thing. Well, that's about what I was going to say. In better hands, Tad's the best part about this movie. In better hands. Yeah. He could have yeah, been I would agree. hilarious and weird and wacky. But instead, he's just like offensive and sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. It's so bad, dude. It is. I think that's something maybe, I don't know. Like I always, when we talk about these kind of movies, I almost am never interested in talking about the movie itself. And I'm way more interested in the like, why does this happen this way? Why does right. Netflix, who can make great original stuff, intentionally aim at this kind of thing just because it's the genre? That's the game I'm talking about. Who's this for, dude? And it's like, I think like with Tad... It is the acting and direction of like a kid's show. Like absolutely he felt like he'd be the villain in like some like kid's show on Nickelodeon or Disney Channel or something. But just there's not a talking dog in this script. It's just all grown-ups having grown-up problems with the acting and the direction of children's entertainment. Yeah, I think I think I'm settling into based on a lot of what we're saying. I think I'm settling into that they had to have greenlit this project knowing that the only audience is like non-committal Hallmark fans and (laughs) the morbidly curious because- And movie podcasts. If you're, yeah. You know everybody's talking about this this year, right? I would file us under morbidly curious. I would file us under morbidly curious. Because I I think that if if your target audience here is the hardcore Hallmark freeform and probably great American family- they're not audience, into it. They're not into it because there's a gay character. If your target audience is the people who have jumped on board with Hallmark more recently because of their inclusion of LGBTQ characters, 
then I would say that you missed the mark because your gay character is an offensive stereotype. So all that's left here, right, is- It's people who liked Mean Girls. Yeah. But not, I don't know, man, because I- It's not just that. It's not just that. One third of Hallmark's profits- Every year come from the 40 movies that they release during the Christmas season. Oh, for they sure. They cost $2 million. And like Doge was saying, they take two weeks to film. Those movies, on average, over the last two or three years right now, are making a total of $350 million for the Hallmark Channel. Wow. It is the, yeah, that was that was a metaphor only for DBU grads. <laughs> But it's like the brownstones of, it's like, hey, we can build this in six months and then just, it pays itself back in six months. I think it is the exact, the exact same thing. Jess and I were talking about the Christmas ugly sweater industry, how that's become a thing over the last 10 years or so. Like when, when it started and it was like, isn't it funny that my great aunt had this sweater of a, it's a one-off personally created handcrafted knit sweater of a kitten wearing a Santa hat and it looks horrible. Isn't it hilarious that somebody tried really hard and this is what they were like, yes, I love this. Same with (laughs) sci-fi original movies since Sharknado. Like I think all of this kind of stuff started as like, isn't it funny that this channel tried so hard? Dude, yeah. And this is all they made. And then the, the creators saw that and were like, I could just screen print a air quotes, ugly Christmas sweater that's just like a R2D2 and a reindeer and sell it for $40? Easy. Yeah. I'll do that every year. Why try? You're brilliant, Doge. I think that might be exactly what this is. It's just like- That's great. Why shoot for a 10 when a two will make the same amount of money? Yeah. 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 And like why- yeah. I mean, it's- Why try? Because that's the thing with like, and I think sci-fi original movies, Hallmark movies all follow that ugly Christmas sweater where it's like people got into it because it was like, this is, this. somebody looked at this and was like, this is the best we can do. And then now people are like, well, we can just aim for something crappy. Yeah. Yeah. It is like, if we wanted to add another universe, so it's, it's so fun when we talk about big subject matter that has multiple installments from many different genres and looks like Star Wars, Marvel, and Christmas. It's like, (laughs) we've got Violent Night, which is like, oh, you can use this. Then you have movies like Netflix has done like Klaus, yeah. Which are like just amazing. Hey, there, there are like some legitimate things about this season that can actually hit you in the feels mm-hmm. that no other things Boy, can. Klaus is so good. Yeah, and Klaus, Klaus is, is so good. And there's like the classics, like the Grinch comes up all the time, Elf, and then you've got even like adjacent Christmas, Die Hard, things like that. And then you have this, which is just the genre that is is strategically lazy. Yeah but it's because it makes a lot. It's the job that you've been in forever because it's easy. Yeah. You know, and you know, you're capable of more, but you just kind of stick around and answer the calls hmm. because I mean, it's paying the bills. Yeah. It's a great point. That's yeah. a great point. I, I, I had not considered the ugly Christmas sweater angle, but it, it, suddenly clicks very hard for me and makes a lot of sense. The only other thing that makes as much sense to me as sometimes even dollars theory is uh, shout announcements. Let's do it then. Shout announcements. Hey, do you like a little intrigue? 
<laughs> Ooh, do you like a little bizarre? Ah, <laughs> do you like a little stranger watching through your window, sending letters with magazine cutouts? No, declare. What about a little mystery? He has like returned, <laughs> Mr. E. And he has sent a, uh, a missive our way, and all it says is, prepare. I don't know what that prepare. means, but he, somehow he wrote it <laughs> in that accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Prepare. Prepare yourself. And uh, <laughs> coming at you first things first. In 2023, a little bit of wow. Mr. E. Wow. Get ready. So excited for that. I'm pumped. I'm excited. In between excited. now and the imminent arrival of our doom at the hands of Mr. E, we do have one more movie coming your way. And we will be reviewing Avatar 2 Way of Water, which releases next week. Guys, early critic reactions are into this. Really? Have you seen anything about this? I saw what Diego Del Gorbo had to say about this. Diego Del Gorbo says, it's a movie movie, probably making fun of Harry, but who knows? Uh, most folks who have seen this movie say that it is miles better than Avatar 1, which is not a high bar to clear. No, that's pretty easy. I would hope it's better than Avatar 1. But critics are absolutely raving about Avatar 2. Wow. Saying, don't bet against James Cameron. This is how you make a blockbuster movie. This is the best movie of the year. And what? <laughs> we've talked before on the show about how it has to be the third highest grossing movie of all time to even turn a profit. Judging by critic reactions, that is not going to be a hard metric for this movie to pass. This is apparently yeah. phenomenal. And we'll be seeing it next week. We'll be releasing our Avatar 2 Way of Water episode uh, in the grand spirit of Avatar, where it takes a long time to get the next installment of something. Our episode yeah, might well be... Our episode was going to be a couple of days late. Uh, we're looking at releasing that uh, later on in the week, but we do have something special coming for all you Patreon folks on mm. Tuesday of next mm. week. Uh, our our long-awaited conclusion to the Geely cycle will be released. The saga. Yay. The Geely saga. Uh, we're <laughs> Jordan has never been more excited about the end of a year. Yeah, it's two big episodes to for you, bud. Gigli and a sequel to my favorite movie, Avatar. <laughs> I hope oh I'm my wrong, God. dude. I hope I sit down to record the Avatar episode and just eat bowls full of crow. I genuinely <laughs> hope that. because I, I believe would, that you'll come in and, and be genuine If I have to go watch enough. six hours of James Cameron's dream from 12 years ago finally realized, then I hope it's at least worth my time. But... I just I I'm telling I'm telling you right now I, I you know I got I got I got doubts I got doubts if it's there's, gonna, if there's the two thing, things I'm, if there's two things Jimmy Cam's good at it's sequels water. and water yeah sure hey water and sequels hey, hey there we I, go look I'm, I'm yeah I'm excited for the episode I think regardless of how good the movie is this episode yeah. should be it's gonna be a good one lots an all time fun yep and Doge had mentioned Patreon for those that want to hear the end of Gili. Uh, Carter, will you just update folks who may not have may not have read the first installment of a song of Geely from us? Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna go listen to that episode, it was fun. <laughs> it ended up being a lot of fun. It was it's a bad movie, and we knew it was gonna be bad. And then these guys tricked me 
and didn't finish the movie. I was the only one that finished the movie. And so they gave me an opportunity um, to quiz them on how that movie ended. And I had fun. It it literally, I've never felt more I would like to remind Um, everybody that uh, we did move the goalposts and we should not have to watch Gili. No, you moved the goalposts. Icarus a little bit. No, Doge Icarus. Nah. Doge Icarus. Nah. I have to listen finish back this and let us know because of Doge. Our top tier of I don't Patreon. Remember if that's true. <laughs> top tier of Patreon is that five dollar tier. You can join our Discord community, which right now is in the final month of this season, this third season of Box Office Ball, and it's really close. It's really close. Our top three competitors are pretty much locked in because they guessed Zoe Saldana who is going to make that Avatar 2 monies. But then someone took a risk uh, and did Johnny Licks because he has two movies released right now and could possibly, with the combination of, uh, maybe squeak out a really close win. So it's been pretty fun to watch that. We'll be getting prepared for box office ball season four. So if you want to get into Discord, now is the time. You've got about three or four weeks before we get season four started so that you can jump right on in uh, and, and get your roster ready for that uh, next. Quick month. note about Patreon. Uh, for those of you who are working on holiday shopping lists, send to the people that you love, you can buy a whole year at once on Patreon. Mm. You can grab it all. Delicious. And we've got us, we never talk about our, we've got merch, people. We do got merch. Like if you want to get for that chunky in your life. Yeah. If you want to get them a mug, if you want to get them a onesie, mm. you know, if you want to, it's it's all out there. Yeah. We got lots of good merch. Head to twochunksandhunks.com and click the store tab. You can wear our faces on your chest. You can wear Please our, do. you can drink out of our faces on your mug. Lots of stuff you could do with our faces. And uh, last announcement, I did just get a text oh. um, from, it's anonymous, but he's, he's not, he, he's a little, more obvious than he thinks he mm-hmm. is. Vin, Vin texts me every now and then. Oh, yeah. Uh, goes under the moniker. Does he spell Din like Vesel. he talks? No, it's Din Vesel. Yeah, oh. a lot of W's. Um, but uh, he did say before Christmas, he would like uh, more ratings and reviews for both Spotify and mm. iTunes. It's weird that he's asking Putin for that, but I guess, I don't know, it worked for him one time. Yeah, I mean, if it works yeah. once, so, try again. We'll see. That's what I always say. We're back. It's, it's time to talk about something I don't like about this movie. <laughs> Say it then. I'm going to super dump. Oh. Do it then. Ooh. I mean this in every sense. I get so excited when you preamble <laughs> When like I postulate. This. I mean this in every sense of the word. Come on. The script. Yeah, woof. The dialogue, the story <laughs> itself. These people have never seen a movie. They've never talked to another live human being. It is. It's quick, man. It's, it is. They must have made this. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. If it's longer than eight minutes, I'll be surprised. If it took them longer than eight minutes to write this script. Yeah. It, it, it. It's one of the bad ones. It's one of the bad ones. <laughs> one of those classic bad it scripts. It does slot so into the what? bad one category. <laughs> what happens though? Is it because it's modern? If it's it's a modern movie, because Cutthroat Dude, Island is ridiculous. Yeah, Jingle All the Way. Yeah, is so stupid. But <laughs> it's good. 
<laughs> so what happens with, with this, you know? Like, what is it? I think it's because I wish I should have written down specific lines of dialogue if I was uh, inclined to pay more attention to this movie. I probably would Not have. enough chutzpah, maybe. It's not enough effort from I anybody. think that's what it is, dude. Nobody talks yeah. like this. Lindsay Lohan at one point says something along the lines of like, yes, it's quite cold. Mm. Yes, what are you, a Victorian child? Yes, what is it's this? Quite, well, the role was originally written for Sir Michael Caine. Apparently. What, it's like, quite, quite cold. It's quite cold. It is genuinely, it feels like the kind of thing that uh, I would have been in high school theater class and would have been tasked with writing like a monologue. And this movie feels like a collection of monologues written by high school students. Yo, if I'm a theater teacher... The only way this makes an A is if it's just a if it's just an effort grade. If it's just a participation grade. If you know that the kids have a tough I'm, year. If we've like, been talking, whatever, if dude, we've been talking about how to write, right? I, I I can't. This is not a like I'm gonna be honest. It's best for you to for me to be honest. If the star quarterback your spirit wrote this now. and it's playoff season and you're like, you know what? At least he wrote something. Like yeah. He's busy. He could have blown this off. At least he wrote something. Then, yeah, I could give it an A. But beyond that, these are full-grown adults. Somebody yeah. paid for this script. I have to imagine. So, like, Not much, though. That's yeah, the no, point, yeah, right? Like, it's cheap. What, $40 they've totally- in a trip to In-N-Out, probably? <laughs> <laughs> they've totally co-opted the Hallmark production model. I just checked the, the production dates of this movie. It was shot from November 15th to December 11th of 2021, a full year ago. It's 26 days to shoot this movie. Not even a month. Not even an entire month <laughs> to shoot this movie. Like creating a 90-minute adventure for Lindsay Lohan to go on, shooting for less than a month, that's totally the Hallmark production model, which means sure. the script was written in like three weeks. Well, maybe then my, even more focusing my super dump of the script is that if you know that that's the, the rigorous method that you will be shooting your movie, Spend a little more time <laughs> on the front end of things and make your script a little a little better. At least a celebs, little better. Celebsindepth.com has given me the uh, pay that Lindsay got for this movie. Did y'all see that? Have no. y'all found that? No. Oh. Can we guess? I, I was just, yeah, I was, uh, go ahead. I don't want to give any hints then. Oh, man. I want to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to go generous here. And I'm going to say she got like one, one, no. Lindsay Lohan got $800,000 to me. I was going to say $750,000. So we were talking about the Hallmark movies are are cheap and they cost about $2 million. This looked more expensive. Average. I would bet two it and a half. It did look more expensive. 2.7. Lindsay got paid $2 million. Whoa. Hey, what was the yeah, budget for this movie? Get that bag, Lindsay. That's the fine. next line in this article is Lindsay Lohan has a current net worth of one point five million. <laughs> she got out of some so, debt. This got her out of the got debt. Out of some yeah. debt. Good. For and now go. she's up at one point five. Um, yeah, two million dollars. Which here it is still to me the hallmark uh, cookie cutter way of creating a movie because two million dollars for Netflix right now to nothing, pay somebody nothing. is actually very cheap. Very cheap. When when Red Notice cost what a hundred million dollars yeah. to make, or or Gray Man was like their first two hundred million, one hundred fifty million dollars. I mean, it was like nine figure budget. What's the budget for this movie? Can you find that? I can't find it. Can't. Anywhere. I haven't found it. So I don't know what the remaining guess it's was. Two point five mil. <laughs> it's been five hundred thousand I mean, yeah, dollars. Honestly, some of the visuals looked good. Can we talk? Speaking of visuals, about the. 
maybe the most, I can't think of a more reused shot in recent memory than that group of three people in red bathing suits in the clear hot tub on the roof. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet we saw it. I'm not kidding. I bet we saw it nine times. Yeah. I was going to say probably six or seven. A and it lot. was just, it was just the same shot that had been digitally altered to be from a different angle. Right. They did a lot of shooting in front of plates for this movie. Like yeah. uh, a lot of blue screen work in this movie, which is expensive. And so I think they probably shot those folks one or two times. They like, I mean, at 26 days to shoot, it was probably, let's take an afternoon to get you through costume, makeup, get the set ready, shoot you in this tub. And then we're going we're gonna to CG that tub onto all of our different drone shots of the exteriors of this ski lodge. What do they call it where there's a... She made $2 million in a month, dude. Is it second unit? That's crazy. Yeah. Where the, it's like the, is there like a third or fourth unit as well? I have no idea I feel like this. they might have sent their fifth unit out on a couple of these shots, dude. <laughs> they definitely had one drone op that they paid for like two days to just go shoot a bunch of drone footage of this stuff. There's so much drone yeah, footage in this movie. They just sent a bunch of kids with handheld camcorders. <laughs> I will say, one thing I noticed is like, I mean, cinematography is obviously horrible. Uh, sure. It looks incredibly digital. Uh, it's We're trying to mimic that Aerie Alexa look. I don't know that we really hit it with our super raised shadows and stuff like that. But uh, like when they're inside the lodge, it's clear that there's not a back wall because that's a super long zoom lens, which is why yeah. everything is so out of focus behind them. But those are the only two shots. That shot with that super long zoom, that's the only thing in this movie that actually looks like it was locked off on a tripod. It really mm. looks like everything else in this movie was handheld, Hand except held. for our plate work. And I wonder if that's because we're holding the camera because we have one take to shoot this scene, and then John holding the camera has to sprint across the studio to shoot something else over here. Well, they probably so couldn't we can get this all done in twenty six days. Paid Lindsay. After they $2 paid Lindsay, dollars. they gave her all the tripod money. <laughs> I <laughs> there. Look, it's boring. <laughs> It's boring to to dookie all over this movie. Doge, do you want to super dump? And then I'm going to force us to say some nice stuff. Like I'll, your mom I'll would do. You know what I'll do? I'll things. super dump and then super pump. Oh, you haven't done either. Do it. I haven't done either. Oh, yeah. Hit, hit us with all the one-two punch. And then I'm going to do what your mom did when you were mean to your siblings and make you say some nice stuff. Okay. Uh, well, I'll super dump first then. And then yeah. I can start us off with the nice stuff. I love it. My super dump is that Santa Claus is really underutilized in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Santa is in this movie. The real the Santa. The most unsettling Santa Claus I have ever Him, Himself, the seen. real actual Santa is in this movie for two scenes. And we have another uh, aged, white-bearded man who is not Santa, who should have been Santa. Tad absolutely should have stumbled into Santa Claus's shack rather than oh, the guy nice. who, has, who has the moon landing poster on his wall. What a terrible yep. throwaway joke, just that Tad didn't know we had already Didn't know about the, the moon, moon landing? Yeah, there's that total weird, like, so there's that kind of like a little bit of boomer undercurrent oh, in this movie yeah, of just like yeah. kids today, all they want to do is get on Instagram and they don't know about the moon landing. It's like, that's <laughs> a weird thing to be mad about. <laughs> Uh, William Bus Riley played our, they don't call him Santa. Okay. Our chest, our chestnut vendor. Okay. And his top credit on IMDb is hereditary. Chestnut he vendors the, coming to town. to town. He is the teacher 
in this classroom scene. Oh, God. <laughs> Where it's easy to forget anything else that's right. going on besides what's, what's going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Does he where, have those veneers in real life or did the movie force him to get those insane veneers? I don't know. I just think that Tad, it's a bad joke because Tad is the right age. He would have definitely grown up on uh, Even Stevens and would definitely have known that we went to the moon in 1969, not 1970, but a year sooner. I bet Butterfly Effect at some point, Lindsay Lohan and Shia LaBeouf have crossed paths, which means that either Lindsay Lohan exists in the universe of Falling for Christmas or Even Stevens does not exist in the universe of Falling for Christmas. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, I'll super pump though. Yeah, bring it. My super pump is that Santa Claus himself is in this movie because okay. of course he is. That's the funniest, like that's to me, that's the yeah. final, that's the thing that could elevate this movie into something I actually love is that this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And also the real Santa is in here running around in the background selling chestnuts. Yeah. Yeah. I no, love that Santa is, Claus is in this movie because he came uh, on the screen and like touched his nose and did the magic to make her wish fly away. And I was like, of course Santa's in this. Dude, of I was course. crying laughing at the idea of this little girl's wish just being that a socialite would die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Santa's like, I can do that. <laughs> hey, Violent Night 2, Santa obligated to fulfill the wishes of children. Oh, interesting. And there's some- And they wish for something- up kids. Something happened. Like, yeah. Yeah, Ooh. I think- Okay, Dude, so can we- I'm glad that you, you kicked us off with your super pump that is so- ridiculous because I think most of the stuff that is quote unquote good about this movie is stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like certainly. specifically, uh, I want to call a little bit of attention to the fact that nobody really looks for her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, she's gone. I guess she's, she's supposed to, I think kind of be like a Paris Hilton. Right. And yeah. who doesn't know about, this person, Do you right? Think that like, everybody is pissed that Disney Channel already nailed the perfect Paris Hilton parody name and nobody else can take it because London Tipton is like untouchably yeah, good. Yeah, that's really good. That's as a, a really fake good Paris oh, Hilton yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her dad's name is uh, Beauregard Belmont. Beauregard. That's so yeah. powerful. Do you, Isn't hey, that great? Beauregard. Here's another Bel- question. Beauregard Belmont. How hard did they want to cast Dennis Leary and couldn't afford him? So they just got this. Oh, dude. yeah. yeah. I got De- Dennis Nearly. Den- oh! Dennis Nearly. Hey, very good. Shoot, dude, this is why we pay That's the big bucks. So butt. cute, dude. <laughs> this is why you guys pay me two million per episode. That's why. Yeah. Uh, Court Overstreet sucked. Yeah, um, big time. What did I say, dude? As Jake, you gotta say, gotta huh? say nice things. Uh, say something nice about Court Overstreet. Nice about Court Overstreet. I need you. I need to hear you right now. I need nice you to say something Court nice about Court Overstreet. Street. Um. If there's there's a, a moment. That should be a rule for every episode from now on. We just have to always say something nice about Cordover <laughs> Street and then we can do our podcast. He. Um, yes. Yeah. He got to sing a little bit and he's a, he's a pretty good singer. Mm-hmm. He was a Glee cast yeah. member and I'm glad he got to sing. Are you glad His that voice he was- got to sing a couple times too? Sure. It was her idea yeah. to do Jingle Bell Rock as like a of course it homage was, to dude. Mean Girls. And then she- if it's, if it's your first time back in all these 36 months, you have to make sure people remember <laughs> <Yeah>. your name. <laughs> she said- You know what I'm saying? She reportedly was- months. 
she was reportedly surprised that the studio asked her to do an entire full cover of that song. She was like, what if I sing it in this scene? And Netflix was like, you would do that? Would you do a whole one for the soundtrack too? Dance, monkey, dance! <laughs> yeah, that's basically what happened. That would be like in Jingle All the Way if Arnold was like, I'll be back. <laughs> it's like, wait, hey, why didn't you? Did you guys notice that the, the girl that worked at the Beauregard Belmont Lodge that handed, is his name Jake? Yeah. Jake. Yeah. That handed Jake a towel in the locker room is also the same blonde girl that was like on the carriage ride that he was drawing. Yeah. And they just never addressed yeah. it. It wasn't like, I remember you from earlier when you gave me a towel. Like, is she a different character? She's only credited as one name on IMDb. So is it the yeah. same girl? Who knows? I mean, if you watch Hamilton, a lot of the roles are reused in the second act. Like actors play two roles. Okay. So it's just these high dollar productions. That's just that's true, you know, part actually. Of this is a lot like Hamilton. Art. Yeah. <clears throat> I have no other notes. This is a lot like Hamilton. I think that's a great point that I didn't <laughs> Let's really, rate it. <laughs> I didn't really consider. Um, yeah, I need, uh, I'm going to need one genuine compliment about this movie from Carter. I did. I liked Lindsay he liked Lohan. That, he liked Lindsay Lohan. He liked that Court Overstreet got to sing some. You say something nice about yeah. Court Overstreet, Jordan. Uh, yeah, I think that his beard filled in nice. I called from the jump the first time that Tad and Sierra's assistant yeah. were in the They're same room that they were going to end up together. Oh, yep. interesting. I didn't, I, I didn't did see that coming. That was a big, that was a Shyamalanian twist for me. Mm. It's actually outside the ski lodge. It's modern times. <laughs> hey, I'll say this. The bed and breakfast, Jake's bed and breakfast. I'd go. Cute. Charming, right? I'd go. Yo, what a... Somebody who wrote this liked the ending of It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just like, you're, you're a greedy little super pump, Jordan. Immediately goes and grabs like an offering basket. And she's like, no way, money. Here's a perfect receptacle for all the money I think you should give us and all the th wonderful things. Yeah. I honestly hate when children get to have a home. No, dude. No, I hate that. I'm no, over I'm that. You. I hate I'm that. I'm so I over that. that. It sucks. Big, big The Road fan <laughs> over here. Cormac, where you at? It's time to rate this. It's time to rate the movie. And it's we're going to rate, rate the movie. I'm not done talking about the movie yet, though. Okay, what else do you oh. have? <laughs> Keep going, then. Why did Netflix co-opt the Hallmark ethos? That the world is bad now. That if you love money and love new things, it's bad. And you should instead decide to be a working class homemaker. And why did they... like? I think there is something inherently problematic with completely erasing Lindsay Lohan's entire character. It's not like she retains the good parts of Sierra. She just fully decides to live as Sarah and be like Miss Domestic Homemaker. I love washing clothes instead of, you know what I mean? I think there's something like pretty inherently problematic with that script that... Netflix may have accidentally communicated. Or maybe they Ac did. I would think it was accidentally. I think they were trying to be like- Maybe they did she's communicate never served. She's never served herself. So here were the little things that she doesn't know how to do, I you guess. You would like give up everything and, for Jake. I know you would. I get it. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely team Jake over team Tad. Oh, it's for real, sure. It's a real That's like so Edward easy. and Jacob situation. Everybody's talking about it all the time. You got to pick your side. It's Jacob. Ted, it's Tad, 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 Tad and Jake. Yeah. 
Yeah, fair enough. No, I I agree. I, I, like, is that is that something accidentally in this script, or were they like, this is this is no, the view of people who love Hallmark movies? Let's aim for that on purpose. Which I don't think might so. suck worse. I think the intentional communication was, isn't it funny that she's never done laundry or cooked an egg before, and yeah. then now, but then decides to live as Sarah. Like she retains no part of Sierra. I don't think. Yeah. So just having Lindsay Lohan alone. Makes me think that's not the case yeah. because Lindsay Lohan's most popular thing is Mean Girls, which if you were to watch that, it's so much different than watching an episode of Full House. It's like <laughs> one is clearly more conservative yeah, than the other. By the way, yeah. j- just in case we have to state it, get the bag, Lindsay. Like, uh, no yeah, shade 100%. for taking this movie. Not at all. Collect that check. Yo, if you want to, yeah, if you want to Mariah carry your way through the Christmas season for the rest of your life and not really have to work. I mean, that IMDb user said it best, right? The new queen of Christmas has arrived. She's on her throne. We don't get to decide if she gets to sit there Yeah, bend the knee or suffer the consequences. That's what I always say. Would she have even been considered if she didn't have that scene from Mean Girls? Would we got to see her Christmas stuff? No. Interesting. I don't think so. So that ultimately would save her. Yeah. Wow. We're going to rate it using the scientific scale, which is perfect and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it. Don't lend it. Buy Buy that poster. The next best thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it and then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. Uh, Good for you, Lindsay. But I still would forget it. Well, I don't know, man. Is it? It's not unforgettable. It's not bad enough to be a stream for me. I think the best it could have been was a stream for me, but it would have had to make me laugh, and I never laughed in this. I had characters that showed up that I wanted to hurry up and get past this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I loved Santa, and I loved Lindsay Lohan, and I loved the grandma, mm. and that was it. Uh, I, I would forget it. As long as that check clears, then I say keep making these. Uh, forget it. Firmly forget it. I'll never watch it again. It's terrible. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's not bad enough to be like a hate watch, but it's also not redeemable enough to be like, eh, if nothing else is on, I'll throw it on. There's just like infinitely better and infinitely worse movies to fill your time with than this. It's an easy forget it. I knew it was a forget it like 10 minutes into the movie. I am firmly team Lindsay over team falling for Christmas. Yeah. I am much more happy that Lindsay Lohan got the bag to do this movie. Sure. Than I am that this movie was actually made. Because of Netflix... Netflix's model for these movies, I don't believe that actors receive any residuals. Like, I think it's just like a one-time fee. Because, you know, sometimes in movies, you'll say like, in lieu of a fee, to, in lieu of a, a salary to be in this movie, I would like a percentage of the box office residuals. That's RDJ right. famously did that for every every Marvel movie after Iron Man, which yeah. got him the bag over and over and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lindsay was paid one time for this movie and that money is already in her bank account. So... God hath forsaken us on and this she's, movie. She's spent half a oh, million. God on hath yeah. forsaken us. God hath forsaken us. She's already spent half a million. Nobody wow. should, for any reason, watch this movie. If it was theatrical, I would say maybe you should watch it to help Lindsay get a little more of that bag. But nobody should, for any reason, ever watch this movie. Don't touch it with a 49 and a half foot pole. It's a black banana with Whoa. a greasy black peel. It's Whoa. absolutely terrible. It's offensively terrible in, in the way that it's. <laughs> How could you be offended by something you knew would be that bad, though? It's. 
It's like a- How dare you? It's a Taco Bell thing, right? Where it's like, if you eat something from Taco Bell that you're like, this is gross, but it tastes awesome. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like something from Taco Bell that tastes bad. Like, this is gross yeah. and it sucks. Get out of here. God hath forsaken us. I will never, ever go anywhere near this movie again. If they make Falling for Christmas 2, I'll watch it one time. Yeah, I will watch it. I will watch it if they make a sequel or if she makes another Christmas movie. Her year, sister from it. Parent Trap should be in this one. The British one? I always thought she was the better actress. This is definitely not the, like anytime Lindsay Lohan now will do some Christmas movie for Netflix, it is certainly not watching the car wreck. It's yeah. more like watching the wobbly wheel. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> or like the, the GIF. There's a handful of them if, if someone's got really high heels on. Yes. And they're just, it just looks <laughs> yeah. like their ankles yes. are breaking. Yeah. But they're still walking. I was like, I'm down. I, I, I will I watch. I got you. Respect for you on that. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I hope you don't fall. But if but, you do, I hope I see it. Yeah. It would be more interesting if it was watching a car wreck, I think. Well, that does it for It'd be more interesting if it was one of those six-hour fireplace loops that you can put on. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Next week, uh, we're coming at you a little bit later in the week than normal, uh, but we will be coming at you hot with Avatar 2, The Way of Water. And then don't forget, Mr. E, first thing in January, one of these things is exciting. To end today's episode, Dude, I'd like for each of us Avatar. to say our name and what we would sell at our booth in this Christmas town. For Two Chunks and a Hunk, my name is Jordan Wonders, and I would be the peppermint stick guy. Not candy canes, not candy canes. No peppermint curve. sticks. Peppermint sticks. That's like what I big, sell. thick, big, thick ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like the rebar. size of like a- Peppermint rebar. I'm thinking like the size of like a pretzel rod. You know what I mean? Something you can really just like- tear the plastic off the top, keep your hands from getting sticky and just go about your day. I'm Doge. Uh, movie scripts. <laughs> They're clearly in need. There's a demand. Right. I'm going to see if I can Truman show somebody. Yeah. I'm Carter and it's only because I recently went to a booth style event and I got what I'm adapting. But I'm going to call it Jolly Lote. Okay. And elote is one of my favorite things. It's corn in a cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this was uh, actually on the cob and it was wonderful at a, at a church that our, or sorry, at a school that our church uh, meets out of. They had a, an event and we went to that. But here's what Jolly Lote is. It, is. it is our cup and it is full of warm buttered popcorn with, uh, usually you're going to have in actual elote some kind of, uh, cream. In this sense, it would be, I would say, maybe either like a cream cheese or like an icing, perhaps a warm type vibe caramel. that we put in there. Could be a warm caramel that we have as well. And then we'll have some churro dust uh, on top. And I'll be selling the Jolly Lote. Yeah, I love that. That's incredible. Grab a spoon, get it done. I love that. Did you eat the elote that was popcorn or are you inventing popcorn elote right now? I'm inventing popcorn elote. That's incredible. I don't think in, yeah, delete yeah, this. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to save that. Delete this. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. talk after the episode. <laughs>